if you look at your macronutrients, like your carbs, protein, and fat, you'll see that carbs spike your blood sugar the most. Protein is second and fat is third. Most foods have a combination of these macronutrients, but if you're insulin resistant, you want to be focusing on creating a balanced plate with some carbs paired with fat and protein. Doctor said you got PCOS, now go on girl, just lose some weight. Till I took the symptoms into my own hands and reversed them naturally. So I became a dietitian and helped my sisters feel the best they've ever felt. Take a step in my direction if you wanna prove them wrong and take control of yourself. Join us. Sister, sister, sister. Did you watch that TV show when you I were did. a young? I was obsessed, and I love those sisters, Tia and Tamara Maori. And I watched the real, but Tamara's not on the show anymore. So there we have <laughs> I, it. I remember watching that show too when I was like in early high school or mi- like middle school. I think middle it's school. It's a classic. I'd good. watch it now if I had time. But how many seasons did it last? I don't know. Let's Google. <laughs> oh how God. many? Se- how? Many. I should use that song more often in stories. I feel like it's just really relevant to... <laughs> I used to use it when I was in California with my actual sister. And we would drink Ovastol together and I'd do a story and play wow. that song. Six sister, seasons. Sister. You know that? That's Six seasons. Time. Started in 1994. 94? Yeah. I was born in 92. I was born in 91. So to all our young sisters who may not even know this show... It's on Amazon Prime or something. Yeah. All right. Well, let's go back to our regularly scheduled program over mm-hmm. here. So today we're going to talk about insulin resistance, though. Symptoms, treatments. But let's talk a little bit about this last weekend that we just had. We, were, we celebrated Tallinn's birthday weekend. Yay. We got all your amazing wishes for Tallinn. Thank you, everyone. I read all of your messages. I tried to respond to as many as I could. So sweet, so kind. Seriously, especially the responses in the birthday sticker that Sirak posted. Everyone was like, happy birthday. You changed my life. I just loved it. Moved me to tears. (laughs) (laughs) But we had a really fun time in Madrid celebrating Tyne's birthday weekend. And it was really fun. I mean, it was Tyne turned 30. So we had to, you know, make it big, right? So we spent the whole weekend in Madrid. Took a train ride there from Barcelona. Mm -hmm. It was really nice. Like the way we looked at it. Madrid was like very different. Like the buildings were a lot more like they still looked like the 19th century, like Victorian, but they were like looked brand new. Yeah, honestly, clean, white, gothic looking at the same time. So much inspo, so much beauty. It was just yeah, it's a great place like, to I go c- to shop to sightsee. Yeah, I, I couldn't believe how new the like. It seems like they paint the buildings every single year or something because mm-hmm. you cannot have that clean of buildings everywhere like that. It looked like they painted it right before we got there, and yeah. it's just like drying. Yeah, <laughs> it was be- It was a beautiful city. I will say, sorry, I will say, compared to Madrid to Barcelona, the people in Barcelona are much nicer. Wow, you know, I personally can't follow rules many of you know this many of you know this if you follow our instagram stories and my cooking series of me trying to follow even my own recipes i can't do it okay and we went to the palais royal the royal palace yeah of spain let me tell you there's a lot of rules there 
walk on this side of the rope, not that side of the rope. Enter through this door, not that door. No pictures here, no, no pictures there. No pictures anywhere. Listen, I can't. Like, you know, like, why do I have to jump over this rope when nobody is here? Okay. I, like, no one is, like, walking in the opposite direction of me where I would be obstructing their path. You're just saying that because you want to say something. And I just don't like rules. You don't like authority. Authority rules. No. No, I mean, no, no. We were in Zara and I'm just standing standing talking to somebody i'm asking them a question and then one of the employees at zara just ran into me like ran into my back like full-on like half tackle <laughs> and then got mad at me mad he like turned around yeah <laughs> i turned around to be like well who just like hit me and i looked back and the guy's like oh i was like he's like got mad at me <laughs> in some sort of way and i was like I got, he I rolled was, your. He rolled his eyes yeah. and like puffed and puffed. And I was so mad. <laughs> I was mad leave. for 15 minutes after we, we left that Zara. Zara. I was so mad. I was like, I want to go back and just like, just like tell Even the like guy talking to how him. wrong he was. But oh. So see, here's what it, I think it is. It's just being a little lost in translation. My style is more relaxed, as you may know. You know, and in California, oh, are we easygoing? Okay, <laughs> rules, schmools, like rules are for fools. But I feel like you Barcelona know. is really easy going too. I do too. But Madrid, they have their rules, they have their authority, and they are not taking it from anyone. Yeah. I mean, another example, <laughs> I ordered a salad from room service. She brought me chicken instead of the chicken salad. Oh yeah, you said chicken salad. And I literally so kindly was like, I'm so sorry, but it looks like you have my order wrong, blah, blah, blah. And the lady proceeded to argue with me, basically like yelling at me. And I'm like, ma'am, I just, a salad, I need vegetables. You don't understand. I mean, and I she was like, no, that, she's like, no, that's not what you ordered. And then she was like, she's like, we don't even have chicken salad. We don't have chicken salad. I was like, yes, you do. I pulled it up on my phone. I'm like, this, this is the chicken salad. Is it not? And she's like, okay, I bring you chicken salad. I'm like, okay. Did we have to go through all of this? Like, yeah. My cortisol's up to here. But it's fine. It's fine. It's yeah. fine. I don't think they mean anything by it. I think it's just how they conversate. How I, they guess, talk. I guess. I guess. I mean. I've never been eye-rolled so many times in a city. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> I was eye-rolled so many times. I feel I like know. that was a nuisance to I feel Madrid. like we're in, <laughs> we're in New York of Spain and Barcelona's like the Los Angeles. Because you know how like in New York people like don't have tougher. time. They're, They're tougher. Yeah. They don't have time for your BS. A little bit Fast more faster paced. paced. And then LA. My God, remember the taxi driver? Sirak took one second too long pulling up the address of the yeah. hotel. And the taxi driver was like flailing his hand. Like, hurry up, hurry up. Yeah, he's like, oh. Huffing oh, and puffing. My, oh. I'm like, bro, I was we're like, give me a over. second. We're pulled over. We're not in anyone's way. Like, what's yeah, the problem? Like, the phone is loading. <laughs> trying to pull up. I'm sorry. Okay, it's on me. I should have had the address loaded up. But I'm trying my best here. You don't have to be like rushing me to give you the address. Not to mention, the taxi smelled like farts. <laughs> I'm sorry. We got into the taxi and it was, it smelled so All bad. Right, I'm going to throw It smelled so bad. Let's continue. We had a great time in Madrid. This is just one of the experiences. It smelled like right before we got in the taxi, he farted. And he like opened the window right before we got in. It was a fart taxi. 
And then he had the audacity to get mad at me. Maybe I was so lightheaded from the fart smell. Did he not think that? <laughs> I can't. Oh, God. Okay, okay. Let's get into the episode so this episode doesn't become too long. Okay, so today we're going to talk about insulin resistance, the signs of insulin resistance, and some natural treatments. So a lot of uh, things that people can take away from today's episode. But first, let's answer a couple of questions. We pulled some questions from Instagram and our YouTube channel. So uh, the first question is from Nabila from our YouTube. She asks, hey, your videos are really helpful. Can you please share which kind of cooking oil is good in PCOS and which kind of oils are good for salads? All right. That's a great question. For cooking, I use avocado oil because it has a higher smoke point. And then for salads, I use olive oil. Oh my God, what was that? Oh. It's just the cable filter. <laughs> olive oil. I use olive oil. And speaking of like oils and stuff, I just want to mention that I am dairy free, obviously, but I do not mind butter. Like I cook with butter if I have to, yeah. you know, I'll bake with butter if I have to. But we don't I don't use it find that, that heavily, butter right? alternatives are any better than butter. So I'm just like, whatever. I'll yeah. try to use oil as much as I can. Mm -hmm. If not, I have to use butter. It's butter. Yeah. But I, I would say you use even butter like lightly, like you don't like. Like rarely. Know. Yeah. Or like, I mean, like when you use it, like you don't use like that much you use, like just as needed. Basically, because yeah. sometimes people put a lot for like rice and stuff. Mm -hmm. Like your mom, she makes the best rice in the world. So much but better. That lady puts like a full stick of butter. It's in the so butter. good. <laughs> but shout out to Tyne's mom. She makes the best rice in the world. But yeah, I think and an extra virgin oil for the um, what's Salad. it called? Salads and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, when I make the omelets in the mornings, I've been using olive oil. Wow. Yeah, like we oh don't have gosh. butter. I, I didn't. Sisters? We haven't bought butter from the from the store. Sirak has been making the best omelets. I'm a and you know what? In another episode, he's going to share with you the recipe because there is a technique. Okay, I'll share it. it. We'll do a story about yeah. it. Yeah, send us a question. We'll make it part of the Q and A, just so we don't dive too deep into omelets. But I make the best. I used to make the best omelets in America, and now I came here with with better eggs, and mm -hmm. now I make even better ones. Better eggs, better onions. Mm -hmm. It's insane. All right, lame slug says, and then, and then she says, "I can't, I can't drink caffeine because it gives oh. me anxiety." I can't drink caffeine because it gives me anxiety. What are some ways to increase energy that don't cause anxiety? So, with caffeine, you know, it's just a crutch, and then you crash, and then you're more fatigued, and you need more caffeine. And now you just have anxiety and the jitters. So if caffeine doesn't sit well with you and you're using it as a crutch for energy, it's time to change some lifestyle habits. And I would definitely start with prioritizing your sleep, making sure that you're winding down at night, making sure that you're not bringing up your melatonin levels with like screens and stimulation and like intense workouts late in the day. You really just want to bring up the melatonin. How do you do that? Read a book. Don't stare at your screen. Don't watch TV without your light blocking glasses or at all. Go outside for a walk during sunset. That really helps too, because like the rays of the sun, it's a certain light, you know, at night that helps stimulate melatonin. It's so relaxing to go on a walk at sunset. Yeah. And I actually pulled up a study from Harvard and they published a study and they gave some nine tips to actually help with, you know, natural ways to increase energy levels as well. Mm -hmm. One of them was uh, uh, controlling stress because stress induced emotions can consume huge amounts of energy. 
Second one is lightening your load. So one of the main reasons for fatigue is just overworking, overworking either work, family, social obligations. So you want to streamline your list of must-do activities. Third, exercise. Exercise almost guarantees that you'll sleep more soundly and it gives your cells more energy to burn and circulates oxygen. So definitely recommend that. Another thing they mentioned is avoiding smoking because smoking can actually siphon off your energy by causing insomnia because nicotine in tobacco is a stimulant. So it speeds the heart rate, raises blood pressure, and it stimulates brainwave activity when you're trying to sleep. All right, the next one is eating for energy. So eating foods with a low glycemic index whose sugars are absorbed slowly may help you avoid the lagging energy that typically occurs after eating quickly absorbed sugars or refined starches. So foods with a low glycemic index, which uh, include vegetables, nuts, healthy oils, can be really helpful. Love that. Also proteins and fats, which have glycemic indexes that are close to zero. Next is limiting alcohol. So one of the best hedges against the mid-afternoon slump is to avoid drinking alcohol at lunch, which I think is really common here in Spain because every time oh we God. go out for lunch, people How have like beers and wine. How do you go on? How yeah. do you go on after having wine at lunch? There's no way I could yeah. at least. And then it also says uh, using caffeine in a smarter way. So it says caffeine can have energizing effects, but you have to use it ju judiciously. Judiciously. <laughs> So how do you spell? How do you say it? I think so. Because it can cause insomnia, especially when consumed in large amounts or after 2 p.m. And then lastly, drinking water, which has been shown to increase performance and energy levels. So Super important, sisters. It's really hard while we're traveling to get enough water in it, and I can really feel the effects on my body. Yes. We have one last question for Tallinn. Kiera Starte says, are red potatoes good? And I thought with PCOS, you can't have carbs like potatoes. Well, here's the thing. Red potatoes, blue potatoes, <laughs> they're all potatoes. And they're going to have an impact on your blood sugar. It's really about how much you're having. Some potatoes have less effect on your blood sugar, like sweet potatoes, for example. So I typically opt for those. So if you like potatoes, I would not cut it out of your diet. I would just figure out how to incorporate it in a way so that it doesn't impact your blood sugar so intensely. So potatoes and chicken, potatoes and avocado, something that will help you slowly absorb that carb. Yes. Did you hear about that sister who took Ovacetol and finally got her period after a year of not having one? Incredible. I see those kinds of messages on Instagram a lot. How does that even happen? Well, Ovacetol helps with healing insulin resistance, a common root issue that most PCOS sisters have. And by targeting insulin resistance, we're seeing sisters kick those crazy cravings, finally regulate their periods, ovulate, and improve their egg quality. Each packet of Ovacetol has a 40 to 1 ratio of myo-inositol and D-chiro-inositol. This ratio is similar to the ratio that should be found in the body. But with women like me who have PCOS, this ratio is often imbalanced. So taking Ovacetol can be super effective in treating insulin resistance starting from the root of the issue. So awesome. It tastes like nothing. So just warn me when you put it in a cup so I don't drink it. You got it, boo. Check out the link in the description to get 15% off your order. So today, before we get to the insulin resistance part, let's just go over our wins of the week, who are fellow sisters who are managing their PCOS, losing weight, and 
above all, thriving with PCOS. All right. So our first win is from Sierra. She says, good morning, sisters. I'm starting to get up an hour early each morning to make time for myself. Before I joined the sisterhood, I would stay in bed until the absolute last minute I could before I would be late for work. I've always wanted to get up and meditate, stretch, and do yoga in the mornings, and now I am. I feel so much better about myself throughout the day and connected with my intentions and oh, goals. I love that. I love that. that. I need to <laughs> get on that. I'm fatigued from the weekend and like all the traveling and walking, so I just want to sleep. But... That is great to wake up early and to do all the things to set your body up for the day Yeah, and fight stress. Like you can't control the stress of your work, of traffic, of all these things. But if you wake up early, if you do all the right things for your body, you can be more flexible in those instances. Your yeah. body can handle it better. Your cortisol can handle it better. So it's just good for you. Absolutely. All right. Our next win is from Julia James. She says, I am on day one of the four week meal prep and workout. And oh, my goodness, this crispy fish taco, though. Thank you, Tallinn. Amazing. Yes. Gosh, I want some. That picture looks really, really good. Don't you miss our recipes that we would make at home? I do. I miss <laughs> chopping vegetables, roasting them how I like them. I miss it. All right. Next. Deep tea. Bojwani Ahuja says, Hi T and S, you have made so much of a difference in my life that I have been inspired by you to and created my very own brand of gluten-free products. There's good news that I wish to share with you all. I've been working on a new venture since November 2021, and it gives me a proud moment to announce that I'm launching my own brand of gluten-free by D. You so cool. I know. You must be wondering why gluten-free by D. As you all know that I struggle for years with allergies in all the in invites for breakfast, lunch, dinner with you, all of you in one how way you, or the other. How, how to read I'm so sorry. It's just... Okay, all of you in one way or another have made sure that I always had something to eat. There are so many people out there who suffer with these allergies and some of them are life-threatening as well. It's my turn now to give back to society that we live in with my gluten-free range of products. The official launch date for Gluten-Free by D is March 4th, 2022. For the success of my brand, your love and support are highly appreciated. Follow my Instagram page. Awesome. I'm so happy for you and I can't wait to try it. Wish you could ship to Spain, but I doubt it. Yes. So <laughs> we'll try it when we get home. Yes. And everybody uh, check out Gluten Free by D. I, I believe that's her Instagram, Gluten Free by D, D-I. And so happy to support another sister in their venture in, the, in what looks like a new company for her. And we're so happy that, you know, it's a lot of times a great business, a great company comes from passion. Yeah. Comes, comes from someone who really believes in what they're doing, comes from someone who really believes in something that's super helpful for them and which will be helpful for others. So I really love what Deepti is doing here. And we, we hope that, you know, it flourishes and becomes one of the biggest companies in the world. Yes. So good luck, Deepti. And yeah, I mean, we'd love for you to send us some. I mean, it would be great. I, I want to try it. I'd have a cookie now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And hashtag no ad because we just want to support another sister. Yes. Who let us know about their product in the Facebook group. So yeah, shout out to Deep D. All right. Speaking of cookies, let's talk about insulin resistance. Yes. It's time. It's time. How do we launch into this, babe? 
It's a big subject. Yes. So we're going to talk about the symptoms, how you can treat it, and why it might be affecting your ability to lose weight. And in the end, we're going to share some easy tips that you can start today to improve your insulin resistance starting today. All right. So with insulin resistance, you know, 80% of sisters have insulin resistance. That's a lot. Some might argue that all of us have some level of insulin resistance. And insulin resistance, there's a range. It can be mild. It can be extreme. But no matter where you are on that range, you can have some major symptoms like weight gain, high testosterone, irregular periods, ovarian cysts. All the PCOS symptoms can really be traced down to insulin resistance. And with that being said, insulin is also a metabolic hormone. So not only does it affect our menstruation and reproduction, but it also affects our ability to metabolize what we're eating. So before we get into this, let's talk about what insulin resistance is. So when you eat something, it breaks down into sugar in your bloodstream and your body releases the hormone insulin to pick that up and store it in your cells to burn for energy. Now, when your cells are inflamed or when you've had a high sugar diet and lots of insulin has been pumping out into your bloodstream, your cells become resistant to insulin. And what happens is the insulin hormone isn't able to communicate with your cell. It's not able to give your cell the sugar in your bloodstream to burn for energy. And, you know, so your metabolism can move properly so you can lose weight and so on. And so what happens is insulin is left high in your bloodstream and that blocks fat burning. It also, not only does it block fat burning, it goes into your ovaries and it makes your ovaries produce more testosterone. And then we have the symptoms of high testosterone. So it is really just one of the major root issues of PCOS. And it's really important to manage it in order to manage your PCOS symptoms. I wish my doctor talked about insulin resistance the second I was diagnosed. Yeah. It's one of the most important aspects of managing PCOS is healing insulin resistance. Because like you said, it, would, it helps heal your metabolism, helps to lose weight, mm -hmm. and helps with the hair loss, facial hair, acne, and yeah. so much of those symptoms. So All absolutely. those testosterone symptoms. Yes. Yeah. All right. So let's get into it. some signs and symptoms of insulin resistance. We have about seven signs. So if you're one of these signs, might be a good time to kind of reflect and see and like deep dive deep how do you say deep, deep dive deep dive further all right first sign so if you carry a lot of weight in your midsection this is a major sign of insulin resistance because the fat is stored in places like around your liver fatty liver can occur around your midsection you know midsection weight gain can occur so that's basically the first thing that happens when your cells are being inflamed and not communicating with insulin to burn that sugar in your bloodstream. Like I had mentioned, that sugar just goes and stores as fat around your liver, around your stomach area, waking in the midsection. Yes. Uh, number two, swollen ankles, feet, and hands. One of the other roles of insulin is to tell the kidneys to retain water. This is really interesting because many sisters have actually told us they went down a shoe size after getting their insulin resistance under control. It's, it's very surprising. And we've mm -hmm. even done like a Instagram post about this. And in the comment section, so many sisters are actually saying, like agreeing with it. Like, yes, I've gone down a yeah. full shoe size after managing my insulin resistance. 
yeah, that swelling happens when you have really high insulin levels and you might find that you feel like puffy, like when you touch your chest or your face or your arms, like you just feel uncomfortable in your skin because you're bloated, you feel bloated, you're puffy and so on. So yeah, it's really cool. Number three, feeling hungry all the time after a meal and having sugar cravings is a sign of insulin resistance. If you're reaching for a piece of chocolate or a cookie after you eat, I want you to think about why you're doing this. This is because your body is not regulating blood sugar levels properly because of insulin resistance. You ate already and the energy is there, but your body isn't able to use it because your cells are resistant to insulin. The high level of insulin after your meal is tricking your body into thinking that you need to eat more and that's why you feel cravings. Sometimes the cravings for chocolate and sweets are so unbearable, but it's only because your body is starving from not being able to use the sugar broken down from your meal efficiently. Hmm. Super interesting. Science. Science. All right. Number four, dark skin patches and skin tags. High levels of insulin in your blood can trigger the appearance of dark, dry patches of skin. Usually, you'll see this on your skin, around your armpits, neck, or groin. So tags of skin on your neck or armpit can also be an indicator of insulin resistance. Yes. That's a pretty common one. Yeah. Number five, frequent urination and extreme thirst. If you always have to pee, run to the bathroom, it means your kidneys have to make more urine to pass the sugar from your blood. And if you're flushing water from your body, you're going to be thirsty all the time too. Yeah. So. Number six, irregular menstrual cycles. So high insulin causes the ovaries to make more testosterone, which triggers irregular periods and ovarian cysts. If you haven't had a period in a while or your periods are irregular, this can also be a sign of insulin resistance. Yes. It's very common as well. This is why a lot of times uh, a supplement like Ovacetol can really help with regulating your insulin resistance, which can then help with getting your period back and much So further. many other things. Yeah. Yep. Number seven, elevated blood sugar. So if you have a blood sugar meter, you can check your blood sugar before you eat and two hours after you eat to see what's going on. Two hours post-meal, your blood sugar should return to baseline. If it hasn't, then that's a sign of insulin resistance. That means your insulin levels didn't come back down. Remember, this is just a snapshot because there's several factors that can affect your blood sugar other than your diet. So it could be your exercise, stress, or sleep that day that can affect your insulin resistance. Yes, So these are seven common symptoms of insulin resistance. And like Tyan said earlier, it can be reversed. Don't worry. Don't stress out because you may have uh, multiple of these signs. We're going to give you some seven main ways that you can control insulin resistance. And we'll give a little bonus tip at the end as a number eight, if you want to call it. Yes. All right. First tip, eat less foods that spike your blood sugar. So if you look at your macronutrients, like your carbs, protein, and fat, you'll see that carbs spike your blood sugar the most. Protein is second and fat is third. Most foods have a combination of these macronutrients, but if you're insulin resistant, you want to be focusing on creating a balanced plate with some carbs paired with fat and protein. Sometimes if you see on Instagram stories, I'll I'll draw lines on my plate and you can see how I like to balance my protein, carbs, fat, and veggies. And sometimes creating a balanced plate isn't like 
isn't enough and you may need the help of a supplement, which is why we love supplement that we suggest of acetol. We've linked it in the description and it's basically a great natural supplement that helps with restoring the 40 to 1 myo and dicaryo inositol ratio, which can lead to uh, many times insulin resistance occurring. So it's a great natural supplement. If you're interested in, check out the link in the description of this podcast episode and you can find more about it there. Yes. Sometimes diet just isn't enough to help with insulin resistance and you just need an extra boost of support from supplements. Yes. All right. Our second tip is to actually eat less frequently. Stick to your meals and have maybe one or two snacks in between them if you feel you really need it. This is really effective in reducing insulin levels so they're not constantly elevated. This is especially accomplished if you're choosing snacks that are high in fat like nuts, which won't spike your blood sugar or create an insulin response as much. So we're not saying eat less or restrict your eating. We're just saying stick to your main meals, breakfast, lunch, dinner, and just have one or two snacks in between instead of maybe eating every hour with, yes. you know, with like something. Munching on something. Yeah. Totally. Makes a huge difference. So my next tip is to go gluten-free. This is because gluten causes inflammation. And you want to understand if it's triggering inflammation significantly in your body. And in order to do that, you have to cut out gluten for at least 30 days to see how your symptoms improve. Inflammation caused by foods like gluten makes your cells lock up and become insulin resistant. Part of healing insulin resistance is healing inflammation. So going gluten-free can help with this process. Yeah. Highly recommend. And related to that, the fourth tip is to try going dairy-free. So dairy contains a hormone called insulin-like growth factor one. This elevates insulin levels in our body when we eat dairy, ultimately contributing to insulin resistance. In fact, it's going to sound a little crazy. One cup of yogurt can create an insulin response equivalent to eating two slices of bread. Not to mention, dairy can be inflammatory as well. The combination of inflammation and insulin is a recipe for triggering insulin resistance. So you want to try cutting it out for 30 days to see how it affects your symptoms. And isn't it crazy, time? One cup of yogurt can be equivalent to eating two slices of bread. It's insane. When yeah. I read that... My mind was blown. Yeah. Pretty Fifth shocking. tip. Get off the treadmill and stop doing those long, intense workouts. Here's why. Let's say you were going on a long run, like I used to do because I thought I would burn more calories to lose weight. Well, on that long run, your body is pumping sugar into your bloodstream to burn it for energy. And this is a survival mechanism. However, when we struggle with insulin resistance, we're not able to burn that energy up and instead it stores as fat. And you may find that you don't see any results from working out really hard or perhaps you went to back-to-back -back cycling classes, you didn't lose a single pound. This is because your body is under stress and it's holding on to the weight. And, you know, this is really something you need to focus on if that's the case. If you're not seeing the results with those intense workouts, don't waste your time. Don't tear yourself apart and lower that intensity. Try slow weighted workouts instead. Yeah. And this is why we love strength training as an alternative because strength training has been shown in studies to improve insulin resistance, to improve insulin sensitivity. And 
that's going to be very key in helping to you know lose weight with PCOS as well. So that's why we love slow weight workouts. And if you're looking for workouts, we have them in the sisterhood. We have a monthly workout plan that changes with every month and is a great way to focus on improving that symptom. All right. What's the sixth tip, babe? Uh, the sixth tip is to get better sleep. So one study showed that just one week of sleeping only five hours a night reduced insulin sensitivity by 24%. So not getting enough sleep can make a huge difference in your ability to reverse your symptoms, especially if you're trying to lose weight and implementing all of the above tips. So sleep is super important and just one week of bad sleep can reduce that insulin sensitivity by more than one fifth. So really important. Yes. And the seventh tip, listen closely, is to keep your stress levels nice and low. If you aren't managing your stress, then your blood sugar of your body will go up as a result and contribute to the cycle of insulin resistance. Some ways I like to manage my stress is by doing a morning meditation, journaling when there's a lot on my mind, or doing a really relaxing yoga session before bed. So it's really important to arm your body with these de-stressing techniques so that when you're given stressful circumstances that you can't control, your body is ready for it. Yes. So those are the seven tips, but we have a bonus tip that you can go ahead and do right now if you want to. The bonus tip is a walk. Yes. Sounds really simple. But actually, going on a walk after your meal through studies have shown that it can significantly reduce insulin levels. It's great for blood sugar control after meals. And if you're walking regularly, it can also help improve insulin sensitivity. So, highly recommend to just going on a walk after lunch, in the afternoons, even to start off your day. Or maybe you're doing it right now while you listen to this podcast. Yeah, exactly. So Go if you, you. Are, great job. So those are all the signs, the symptoms, and the tips to help with reversing insulin resistance. I love Let's these. hop to it, sisters. We got this. Yes, If you need exactly. support, you have us always in the sisterhood. You can share whatever it is that you're working on, whatever you're struggling with, and me or Sirak will respond. Absolutely. And your sisters. Absolutely. So we actually have a meeting time in two hours to talk with our app developer. Yes. Which is so fun to get started. But we have to go to the gym before we do that. Gosh. So I'm going to rush out of here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's hit it. So sisters, thank you so much for listening. And we have a special request. If you enjoy this podcast, we would love it if you could leave us a review on either Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Uh, if you don't know, if you didn't know, Spotify now has a review where you can leave uh, a rating for us. So if you could just leave a rating for us either on Spotify or, or Apple Podcasts, it would make our day. And we love doing this podcast for you week in and week out and just love hearing your support yes we'll definitely be reading your messages <laughs> absolutely all take care everyone we'll see you next week talk to you soon bye. bye if you enjoyed listening to this podcast you have to come check out the sisterhood it's my monthly membership site where sisters just like you are learning how to move through the stages of pcos From stage one, cold and alone at the doctor's office, to stage five, nailing the PCOS lifestyle, gluten and dairy free. Get ready to finally feel in control of your body again.